0: They have great players. I mean, that's the first thing that jumps off the tape. Um, great players that have been in the system for a while too. So you, you watch it, and it's a system that was installed since basically the day Kyle got there, and it's kind of lived through different coordinators now at this point in time. But you see the same schemes, same structures as they go, combined with great players. You know, a bunch of first-round player, first-round draft picks on the on the defensive line, and then the one guy that's not is Hargrave, who was a high-priced free agent they went and got. Um, Fred Warner is as good as any linebacker in the league right now. And then you, you just – it's one of those things where you see a group that's played in a system for a long time and the way they communicate is really good, the way they feed off each other, the way they know people like to attack them and the way they respond to that. Um, it's, just, it's as good a unit as we've seen so far. During
1: the bye week you spent some time kind of self-scouting. Did you notice anything when you kind of looked back at the offense?
0: I don't know if there I mean, the most glaring thing is the giveaways. I mean, that, that is to, – to have the record we have and to have given the football away like we have is not common. And that's something we know is not a formula for success. Uh, the one thing that is good about it, it, good or bad, we've turned the ball over in scoring position. So we're not putting our defense in a hole with where we've given the ball. In most situations, there are some. But at the same time, you know, I think we have eight turnovers in when we're inside our field goal range. So if worst case scenario, the drive stalls out and we end up kicking field goals with a really good kicker, I mean, that, that those points are critical for us. and. Instead, we've given the football away and given away opportunities to score. So that that's our biggest concern. And then we need to be better in short yardage. We need to be better in four-minute situations, which we've had a lot more of. Um, we need to be better. There's a lot of areas we continue to need to improve in. You mentioned the, the, the short yardage. Is that an area where Walker Little coming in, he can sort of help with that? Um, you know, as, as you look through all of it, I think everybody has a hand in it. You, you would like to think as, as you know, you and – get a little continuity with a group that, that things just, you execute things a little bit better. Uh, and then we've, we've kind of gone back and just make sure we're, are we practicing the looks we're getting in games? Are we executing it the way we want to execute it? Are, are the s- plays schemed up the way we want? Are the right people affecting the, the, the play in whatever way we want it to be? So, you know, as, as you go back, you, you kind of want to just check the whole process of how you get to what you get to, to where it shows up on game day and it's being called.
1: How much does getting Walker a little back and kind of Hopefully, stabilizing that offensive line group helps the offense moving forward.
0: It's like you said. I mean, you hope that that continuity just creates a stabilizing factor for all those guys. That they all know this is the guy I'm playing next to. This is how he communicates. This is what he's capable of. They all trust the guy next to them. Um, and, I, and I think that I think they do have trust in the people next to them to be able to execute their job the, the way they have. But you know, the more you play next to somebody and take snaps next to somebody, the, the greater that continues to grow. Ezra, just what have been your impressions of him so far, and how big was that relationship you think with he had with Phil already? Yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. You know, we know what we're adding to our locker room, and that's very important here with the way we've built this team and this roster. Um, So having somebody that can personally vouch for him and his character and. You know, how he is as a teammate, that was a big deal for us. Obviously, we we like the skill set. We like what he's capable of doing. We like his experience in the league, his experience playing for one of our position coaches. Obviously, our language is different, so he's having to learn that. That's the biggest adjustment. Uh, And he's been very diligent about it. He's in the building since the day he's got here. He's been here pretty much the whole time, just meeting with Phil, meeting with Todd Washington, uh, spending time around Brandon Sheriff and all those guys just to make sure we're, we're on the same page and we don't miss a beat when he gets a chance to roll. How big is it to add that kind of depth for the second half stretch? It seems like that's not something that happens very often. Yeah, I, I agree. And you're always looking for depth across the board. Offensive line, I mean, you see it in our building. You see it across the league. You always need depth. You know, it could be this week, next week. Whatever it is, it's going to happen at some point in time where somebody's got to step in and play. And to to be able to throw an experienced, high-caliber player in there, that's, that's something that definitely excites us.
1: The offense has been getting the job done, team six and two. Is there still another level that the offense can take things to down the stretch for these important games
0: absolutely you know we we come in every monday and congratulate the guys on this win streak they're they're going but i think everybody understands one of the things we've been saying is we're getting better but we have to get better and that's that's something that's the approach we've all had um, as a coaching staff as players as individual unit or as individual positions within our unit uh that's a big thing for us we got to continue to get better but I mean, we make no bones about it. We want to win games. So if we can contribute to winning, we're, we're proud of that fact. But we need to play better as this thing continues to grow. And, you know, week 10, we need to be better than we were in week 8. I know that you're not on the field. You're not the one that's playing. But when you're going up against another offensive-minded coach as a play caller, do, do you kind of get amped up a little bit more as a for that chess match, like the back and forth, if you can outdo what they're doing on the other side of the ball? Uh, I don't think I personally do. But... Um, I think any time you go into a game, you approach it with, you know, how many points a game do they score? What's the game going to look like? Do we need to be a little more aggressive in certain situations? You know, you certainly factor that in. And we've had games like that where you play that way. But, I mean, we'll do whatever it takes to win. So if that's we need to go score 40, we want to be able to do that. If we need to score 20, if we need to hold on to the football, whatever that is, that's the way we want to play the
1: game want to do this week because i mean you haven't seen them with their defense yet but now you know you got young on one side right both on the other
0: yeah i mean again you're adding another first round pass rusher to this group that's already a dynamic pass rush unit um and we've played against them you know we played against them last year in week one And being in philly we saw him a couple times he's certainly a dynamic player somebody you have to be aware of and opposite of somebody that you have to be aware of um so I don't think there's a there's a scheme that's gonna come out with something completely crazy we've never seen. Especially he's only been there, what a week, whatever it is, trying to learn the playbook. But you know they they kind of line up and go. And you know, now you've got edges on both sides that adding two guys that are already great pass rushers. It's not just where the NFL is. Like it basically every week is kind of baptism by fire for a guy like Anton. Yep, that's what it feels like. It's not fun. It's not <laughs> fun lining up and all right, who are we dealing with this week and. Well, they got Chase. They have Bosa. We were preparing for Bosa. And they got Hargraves, obviously, a great pass rusher inside. And then all of a sudden – or they have Armstead. And all of a sudden you had Chase Young. And it's – yeah, this is this is what we deal with. And we got to continue to build plans to put everybody in the best possible position to succeed. And then our guys got to go out and make plays and execute. You're of that. A little bit about ETN's usage rate um, in the first half of the season. Is that a rate you're still comfortable with? Or is there more of a concerted effort to get
1: Tank and Dearness involved in the second
0: yeah, I think we need to continue to involve as many people as we can. Now, Travis has played well and has produced for us in critical moments. Um, he's rattled off a bunch of explosive plays. So, you know, there's even times it's, hey, we're going to be an empty. We could put somebody else in here. And all of a sudden, Travis has a 56-yard touchdown at Pittsburgh in the rain. And so, you know, he's, he's a guy that's capable of breaking the game open at any point in time. But, yes, we'd love to take a little bit of physical wear and tear off of him and get somebody else going in those situations. And that's just on us to put them in those situations, put those guys in there, and kind of let them get rolling a little bit with the speed
1: of the game. You're kind of at the halfway mark of the season, your full-time play caller this year. How much more comfortable are you now with with those duties than maybe you were in week one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's no different than the players. I feel like each week I'm getting a little more comfortable with I'm just trying to grow and get better Everything, every single thing, learn from every single call we make. Um, the one thing I've learned, just talking with Doug, is from talking to people that call plays around the league, and you really can't have any regrets. You can learn, you can look back, and you can learn from it. And I kind of have been a guy I always want to go back to my process. How did I get to calling this play in this situation of a game based on this? Okay, what led to that? What was good about it? What was bad about it? How do we, you know, if there's something on a Tuesday night when I'm doing my study that I could have caught that or fixed it or adjusted the game plan, then that's what I want to do. But you know, I don't really have a lot of regrets in a lot of the calls that have come, and I just want to continue to learn. I want to be better for this team in week 10 than I was week 8, just like our players. We ask of them. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Thanks, Thanks guys.